0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge Illinois views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit slash Behind the Badge.
1: I'm Lisa Dent. Dr. Shannon Ledoux is a disease ecologist at the Carey Institute of Ecosystem Studies. I wanted to talk to you about mosquitoes. Tell me what a disease ecologist does first, though, doctor.
0: Yes, hi. I So as a disease ecologist, I predominantly conduct research that looks at how the environment influences, in my case, human-insect interactions that are likely to result in disease transmission.
1: And, and we know mosquitoes are... <laughs> They're well known for that. I mean, West Nile virus has been detected in many counties in and around uh, the Chicagoland area throughout Illinois, and they're a pest that we all would would be better off without, in my mind. And there's, there's something showing now that they're... Are they arriving early and staying longer in the Chicago area?
0: Well, so the mosquitoes are probably there all year round, but during the winter, they... Are dormant either as eggs or as um, they almost hibernate uh, in people's basements or the sewer and they will awaken and start looking for that first blood meal when the temperatures get to a certain uh, warmth that allows them to move around they need to take blood from a vertebrate in order to make their eggs so the earlier that starts to happen in the spring because temperatures are warmer earlier in the spring, the more likely uh, we are to have different pathogens and and like West Nile virus build up and transmit over into humans, spill over into human populations.
1: So we've always been blessed with really cold, snowy winters here for the most part. And obviously that is changing and that changes the pattern that we see with mosquitoes.
0: Right. So, there's, there's two things going on. One is that when the spring starts earlier, then they have longer growing seasons to build up their populations. The other is when the winters are not as cold, more of those mosquitoes will survive the winter. And so they start at higher levels in the spring. So even if the spring wasn't earlier, a warmer winter would result in more mosquitoes as well.
1: And are the mosquitoes biting birds, getting the West Nile virus, then turning around and biting us, and that's how it's transmitted?
0: That's right. And so that's actually a pretty rare sequence of events, that a mosquito will first bite a bird, then live long enough for the virus to uh, replicate in its system, which takes about six days, and then bite a human. And Usually, a mosquito that is focused in on finding birds and biting birds is more likely to bite a bird that that second time. So that's why something like West Nile virus is actually pretty rare, even though you might find it in mosquito pools. Um, I I know that it's already been found in the Chicago area in mosquito pools uh, starting in June, but you don't see human cases until it builds up in the environment and spills over into the human population, usually later in the season.
1: Do you have any idea how many mosquitoes we're living among? <laughs> I mean, it feels like they're all right outside my house waiting for me to leave.
0: There are a lot of mosquitoes, and, and identify, or well, I should say, estimating the size of the population is as good as we can ever get. And it takes a lot of um, sampling in order to estimate uh, how many mosquitoes might be outside your house, but then it could be very different even one neighborhood over. They Most of them don't fly that far. And so you can get patches of areas that have a lot of mosquitoes. They do need relatively high re- uh, relative humidity, and you generally don't find them as abundant when you have a lot of direct sunlight.
1: Nice. Dr. Shannon Ledoux is a disease ecologist at the Cary Institute of Ecosystem Studies. We're talking about mosquitoes. They're more pesky than ever. And obviously we need to get rid of any standing water on our property. And that's even a little itty bitty, maybe a, maybe a flower pot that you didn't get planted and it might just have a little in the bottom and they can still reproduce and survive just with that.
0: Yes. So in addition to the predominant West Nile virus vectors, which we've had and you've had in Chicago for a long time, starting in the late 1980s, there was an invasive mosquito that was introduced to the United States and and across the globe, really, in tire exports. And it lays its eggs in containers that are likely to become wet or tree holes would have been in its native range inside of a tree. And when those containers become wet, the eggs hatch, and the mosquitoes grow very quickly. They're called the tiger mosquitoes. And those are the that's the mosquito species that's really growing most in urban areas uh, across the U.S. right now, including huh. Chicago. And, and they th- don't take long to grow.
1: And are they visibly different than the mosquitoes we've all grown up with?
0: So they do have stripes. They're called the tiger mosquito because they have black and white striping. Um, They're they're pretty small, and they often feel like a swarm when you're bit because the males are actually looking for the females to mate right around the same time that the female takes that blood meal.
1: And one last question, Dr. Ledoux, before I let you go. Um, Do mosquitoes have predators, and how do we support the predators (laughs) and get rid of the mosquitoes?
0: So I think a really good example of that is that tiger mosquito, that invasive mosquito, does not do very well when you get outside of the city. It really, in the United States, especially in the northern parts of the United States, it's almost entirely urban. It doesn't survive well when it gets out into more forested habitats, where it's either outcompeted by other mosquitoes in in the water, or... It's eaten by other insects in the water, like dragonfly larvae, or by tadpoles. And then when when they do emerge, some mosquitoes are predated on by birds and bats. But a lot of the predation happens in those water habitats, which, of course, when you're in the... When you're talking about that bottle cap or a planter, you don't tend to have a lot of other species in there to eat the mosquitoes. Right. So... Emptying water, and if you do have standing water, having having a fish or making sure you have a healthy water wetland community are ways to really try to control that mosquito species.
1: Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: That's Dr. Shannon Ledoux, a disease ecologist. Max Armstrong is going to join us before 6 o'clock. And Lauren has the news with the latest on the Trump indictment. That is next on seven hundred and twenty WGN. WGN.